1: Before we continue where we left off, let's hear who we have at the table, players and characters. Hannah, will you begin?
2: Hello, I am Hannah and I play Winnie Hemlock. Brennan?
3: I'm Brennan, I am playing (laughs) Brother Arcos Gerard, (laughs) Priest of Furia.
1: And
4: Rob. I'm Rob, playing Magnus Vale, Master of Day and Night.
2: And Rough I- one,
4: buddy, at the beginning. Sorry,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the title
4: got stripped away.
2: I, you know, I've actually been looking forward to doing that this whole <laughs> week, so it's fine.
4: So sad, you guys didn't see it through the camera, but just the uh, the puppy dog eyes as as we moved on to Brennan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I am Amelia Som, your GM. And you all have crossed the threshold back home. I believe we said six months past? Sure did. I think so, yeah. Um, Arcos has no memory uh, more so than a vague dream. <laughs> it's kind of the vibes of what transpired for however long you were away.
2: And what are you doing? I think we were headed to REL last time we were here.
1: Yeah. Um, were you... I forget. Were you going directly to your sister's house or did you want to go to the library first?
2: Um. I think we were headed to uh, Ellie's house. Okay. Um.
1: You all can make your way into the city easy enough. um, And you're guiding them to a part of the city that probably you all haven't really frequented for any reason. It's a residential area.
4: I have a question as we walk there. Mm -hmm. It's been six months since we've been in uh, this plane of existence, and we were sort of the front lines on like making sure that like the brow wasn't getting like too out of control. like has anything gotten like noticeably worse in our absence since um, we were just like disappeared for half a year?
1: Go ahead and give me a notice check.
2: okay. Is there a help action in this game? I don't think so.
1: But also, this is just kind of as you're walking through the city looking around. You can also roll a notice if you'd like. Okay. Um, Maybe you can give people bennies or something.
4: I'm going to use a Benny anyway, because I did not roll high. (laughs) Ooh, brother, wow. That's actually incredible. Um, Well, I I rolled a six. I actually rolled a six twice, but with getting opposite numbers on the dies each time. So I rolled a 1 on my d6 and then a 5 on my d10 the previous time I rolled a... Um, I got a 9. 5 on my d6. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah um, as you guys are sort of making a beeline through the city, um, you don't notice anything entirely strange or out of the ordinary. Um, It's not like you don't see like tons and tons of refugees or, um, you know, people like starving in the streets. It's about as busy as usual, if not, maybe even in a bit of like higher spirits since you last came through here. Not that, I mean, REL is a very populous area. It is, uh, was already a very bustling um, city but you don't you don't see anything out of the ordinary that would suggest that the world has gone to shit since you've been gone
2: Hmm. guys are we the drama are we the drama
1: (laughs) no we could never possibly be the drama
4: (laughs) things look pretty alright out here I guess we weren't missed too much
2: Yeah, that's good. Um, Not like I expected it to fall to ruin or anything like that, but good to know that six months, no skin off its back.
4: Yeah, and I usually disappear for six months at a time, so most of the people in my inner circle are sort of used to that. Although I should send some letters, and I think uh, Magnus is going (laughs) to send some smoke ravens to his apprentices and to the tower, just generally informing everyone that he knows and loves that he's not currently dead. Yeah.
5: Perhaps I should do the same I was questioning what I'm supposed to say Given my relative lack of recollection
4: Didn't you have a scribe at one point That wrote down all of your great deeds And uh, kept track of things And helped you formulate your thoughts When you had to report back to the church
5: I most certainly did If you're talking about this Can I take out that quill I wrote a a letter from wrote a letter with a couple months
4: ago you've retained one of my auto quills (laughs) I see
5: it's coming handy over the years
4: yes uh, in fact uh, for just five gold pieces I'll uh, touch up the enchantment that I placed all those years ago so it's even more efficient
5: (laughs) just to be clear the fate of the world is at the balance. We've been gone for six months, I have no memory, and you're trying to gouge me for five gold pieces.
4: Arcus, well, there has to be something that stays normal in the world <coughs> when all that's happening, and I might as well be it.
5: <sighs> yes, Magnus Vale, famously the most normal thing in the world.
4: Aren't you glad I'm on our side?
5: Oh, <laughs> I am every day.
4: Anyway, I'm serious, though. I mean, you seem to be taking on a sort of a new role for your church. Maybe it would be a good idea to have somebody that is um, more adept at writing things down and could help you to formulate some of your thoughts and experiences into something uh, useful for your religion.
1: Perhaps. As uh, you say this, you notice that Julian, as per usual, is making notes of things that are happening in this (laughs) conversation. (laughs)
5: Julian, I hear you're looking for a job. <laughs>
1: he's not. He's think not think on he the market. I don't afford my rates.
5: <laughs> that's extremely true.
2: <clears throat> when he gives him a fist bump.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: I'll um I'll inquire about the scribe in in due time. Perhaps that's a good idea.
4: Maybe uh somebody from the cleric corps. Could be a sponsorship program, you know, give back to the program that uh, got you here.
3: Can I, can I send a a pigeon for like, like a job posting to be (laughs) my intern? Yeah, you can. (laughs) God.
1: What, you're going to hire an intern?
3: Uh, Perhaps. (laughs) I think a scribe, I think Rob's onto something here.
1: (laughs) So let me, let me just be clear though. So the purpose here was you needed to just write a letter to tell someone that you were gone for a while. But that's too much work. So now you're going to write a separate letter to, <laughs> to hopefully hire, hire someone to handle the letter. Yes. letter writing. So, no,
4: we're talking about two distinct problems. In the here and now, I think you should just write down some bullshit and send it with a smoke raven. But in the long term, having somebody around to help you formulate your thoughts might be more useful. So then you're not cramming last minute to be like, well, how do I explain... My extra-dimensional soul-searching journey with the heart of a plane to my superiors in like <laughs> 30 words or less. If You have somebody on staff who's already taken notes, you can just sort of whip that up.:
5: It's an excellent
3: idea.
2: <clears throat>
3: but yes, first things first. I'll just take I'll just take out, um, I'll just take out uh, some parchment and be like, "I'm all right. We're all good. Uh, could have been worse. I remember nothing. We're on the right track and we're moving in a net positive direction. Exo, exo, Arcos. And call a pigeon, attach it to the leg, and let it free.
2: Arcos letters are the best. I the best.
3: I just
4: realized in this moment that from a certain perspective, the Church of Furia could interpret Arcos as just really subtly, like, trying to quiet quit. I mean, not even that subtly, but just like. Shows up, yeah, having a crisis of faith. I'm gonna go off on a journey. Uh, checks back in six
3: months later. Things are going well, could have gone worse in that I'm positive not tell direction. You see ya. Like,
2: <laughs> maybe he's I don't still know what happened. It's a mystery to me.
3: I have been thinking about that. Like, honestly, maybe it's time for a career change.
2: <laughs> Whatever the floor, lock, lock Arcos, warlock Arcos, warlock. Not that kind of career
3: change. <laughs> I haven't thinking, I maybe, it. maybe it's time. We'll see, though. I just have to figure out what the fuck else I'm going to do.
1: <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> anyway, you, you send off your, pig, your pigeon. Thank you. And a little while later, you all arrive at a very simple home. Um, just in kind of nestled in the middle of uh nice neighborhood.
2: A few stories high. Um, I'm gonna do my sister knock on the door. Secret sister knock.
1: I forgot how that goes it's
2: the it's the syllables of our name, so yeah, Rowan Hemlock and Eleanor Hemlock.
1: uh you you do your half of the knock that says Rowan Hemlock, and there is no response because immediately after the door swings wide open and your sister just envelops you in a huge hug, (laughs) eyes tearing up. (sighs) I'm so glad you're okay.
2: Of course I'm okay. Where else would I be?
1: I don't even want to think about that. Oh, my God. You could have... You've been gone a while. You could have sent a letter or two or three or one, maybe one
2: at least. <laughs> yeah, I I wish I could have, but I was kind of in a spot where I... Uh, that's not really possible, but uh, I'm here now. You're here now? I'm here now. Uh, and I've got some people I want everyone to meet.
1: Uh, and she kind of looks past you at this gaggle of, of people. <laughs> Rat. <laughs>
2: Hello.
5: Greetings. Um Brother Arcos Gerard. You can call me
4: Arcos.
1: Arcos?
4: I am Magnus Vale. You can just call me Magnus.
1: Magnus? Um. Askera. You have a lovely home. Uh, I'm Julian. Nice to meet you. Craig. Hi. All right. Um, do y'all want to come inside for some tea?
4: Oh, well, we wouldn't want to impose on this reunion if we would uh, overcrowd you, but...
2: Eleanor makes Friends the best of tea.
4: Well, if the tea is really the best that there is, then I suppose we could sit a spell. All
1: right, you're not going to, like, bring any weird demons or anything inside, right?
4: Ah, <laughs> no, probably <laughs> we will. But it'll be okay.
1: <laughs> kind of, like, act looks toward you, Winnie.
2: It, like, everyone's fine. Don't worry about it. We're, we're all friendly, I promise. No one will buy it. All right. Come on in.
1: Uh... Yeah, and you all are kind of in a in a space that now seems a bit more cramped with a, a large <laughs> party of people that you're able to find. Um, there's like some, a couch and a couple chairs. Uh, she pulls one from like the dining table to sit on. Uh, Craig and Julian just kind of sit on the ground and uh, like on these pillows that were probably for Avi, um, like in like a little play area. Uh, they're just kind of happy over there. All right, uh tosh is out with avi right now, but uh we'll be back in a in a few minutes
2: okay um i w- yeah, I was hoping everyone could meet um avi so I, I yeah, suppose yeah. we'll 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 wait we'll wait as long as we need to
1: yeah, so um, you've been gone a while How are things? Um, I think <laughs> and she's like kind of awkwardly giving you guys like saucers with tea.
2: I think Winnie like Jesus. kind of awkwardly gives a glance to everyone else being like how do we explain what the fuck we just I guess I'm the only one that remembers what the fuck we just went through aren't I so um, yeah.
4: <laughs> I think you probably would hopefully have explained at least some of the I
2: think I, right yeah there. I would have explained everything that I'm allowed to tell cool um, yeah and
1: Mag- yeah, because from Magnus's perspective, once you got to the wall, it was just like a blip. And then you were in the room with the heart of whole fair and then back. Right. Um, you, the things that you just shouldn't tell are anything about how to get to the Court of the Dawn. Right, right, right. Basically, or like what even the inside of the Court of the Dawn is. But yeah, everything else you're able, you've are you been mm-hmm. able to communicate to the party.
2: Right. Um. Well, things are going good. We uh, went to the heart of fair. That if that sounds cool.
1: impressive,
2: yeah, um, took a long time, as what? you as yeah. you can see.
1: Sounds like it.
2: <laughs> um, but we got some good information that I think will lead us closer to the goal that we've been trying to reach this whole time. Um, and um, in somewhat related news. I, uh, I told them. I told, I, Envy's family, I, I, I told them.
1: Oh, that's, uh, that's big. How did they respond?
2: Um, they took my title away.
4: The right assholes they are.
2: No, don't, listen, Magnus, it's, it's fine, I, it's fine.
4: It's not my business, but they're wrong and I'm dumb and I don't agree with them.
2: What
1: does that mean? Like are are you like banned or
2: No, I'm not I'm not banned. I Tanvi gave me his signet, so I can still go there whenever I need to, but um, yeah, it's it's dicey, I guess, at the moment, but um I would like for him to to go there. Whenever you think that he might be ready. Oh. I'm not, I'm not going to hide him here anymore. I'm not going to do that.
1: Yeah, no, no. I think that's, that's probably good in the long term. Might need to sort of talk about what that looks like. hmm Not sure the idea of him disappearing for six months at a time is
2: good. Um, No, and I'd make sure that you'd be able to be with him as much as, as much as possible.
1: Yeah. How, how are you feeling?
2: I am feeling like things are moving the direction that they should be moving in on all fronts. Yeah. Well,
1: I guess y'all probably don't know, but they, uh. The brow has kind of been quiet. Blight's dying back.
5: Excellent news. It's beautiful.
4: Magnus looks so concerned.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I also look a little concerned.
4: Magnus leans forward and says, Was there some sort of explanation? Was there a big victory or anything that was published about this?
1: Uh... No, it's not even a, I mean, people didn't really start noticing until a few months ago. It's not very sudden, but it's sort of like contracting back to, back to the southeast. I, I assumed it was something y'all did. Is it not
2: that? I don't know. I look at Magnus.
1: Well, everyone's saying it was something you did, so.
4: Well. I don't take that's- the credit. We can let them say that. Um, Magnus is going to take out his pipe and start, like, puffing. Can I smoke in here? I'm sorry. I shouldn't be doing this without uh,
2: asking. Maybe not. Don't. Yeah. Okay, don't. Yeah. Don't. yeah, yeah okay. Um, Magnus,
4: right.
5: Magnus, could you... That's <laughs> <trying> for... Use <laughs> so, the one that uh, blows bubbles, Magnus. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. You're, you're right, Argos, Very bad He's going to take it from our... Start, like, blowing bubbles from this, like, long wooden pipe. <laughs> um... Uh, and he he starts thinking, and he says, "It's possible that something that we did did indirectly cause them to withdraw, but we haven't done anything that would make their boots on the ground less powerful, so to speak. We've just learned much more about what we're doing
2: so it couldn't it couldn't be like a direct reaction to us not being here, right that wouldn't." That-
4: Mm, I don't think... I don't think so. Because before we disappeared, we were still just running around with, like, our heads cut off.
2: Right, but we were still here. Maybe. It just feels odd to me that happens as soon as we disappear.
4: They could be withdrawing to prepare for a greater assault, or to redirect their forces elsewhere.
2: That's if true. If we think
4: that Mausole is in the sea and they pull back to the sea, maybe they know that we know, and now we know that they know that we know.
2: Yeah, has anything happened, uh, Ellie, has anything happened weird with the oceans that you know of? Not not that I know of. Okay.
1: Magnus,
5: perhaps, do you think your brother would know?
2: Yeah, we do need to check on him. But he'll. we left him at the... We left him here, didn't we? We left him in Rel?
4: Aye. Yes, we did, in the library.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, we'll go there next.
4: Sure. Um. Sorry, that probably didn't explain anything to you, did it? Uh,
1: no, I'm kind of used to that, though.
4: <laughs> well, to summarize, the Browl is more of a symptom of a larger problem that exists within our world. A problem that was caused between cosmic entities hundreds if not thousands of years ago. We learned that there was a lost continent named Mausolea that was cast into the sea when a deity or perhaps even a titan was killed many years ago in a conflict. So basically, what we've seen, the corruption, the both the physical kind and the spiritual kind amongst our leaders and kinfolk and the moving of clandestine powers to subvert the culture and structure of our world have been a symptom of that conflict. Whatever died in the sea with mausolea is still unfixed, unmended. So we're caught up in this thousands of years of consequences for conflicts that have nothing to do with us. But here we are, trying to solve them anyway. Because it's fun, and who else is going to do it?
1: Yeah, well, heard that before.
5: (laughs) It's kind of our whole business model is who else is going to do it. (laughs)
1: well you
4: get promoted until you reach your level of incompetency Winnie
2: starts nervously washing dishes
5: (laughs) (laughs) in fact that is Uh, one of the first things Winnie said to me (laughs) cleaning up after a natural disaster
2: yep love to clean up
1: Uh, Ellie smiles (laughs) Um, and at that moment the door creaks open and uh, you hear Tosh say, you would not believe the line. And then uh, kind of opens the doors wide open, uh, clocks all of you, Whitney. And uh, before anyone says anything, Avi runs up and gives you a big hug.
2: A baby. And I scoop him up into my arms and just give him a big hug.
1: Yeah. And he's just he's just snuggling into you how would you
2: like to meet a real life wizard (gasps) a wizard real life wizard with a wizard tower and everything
1: um looks around and then points at craig (laughs) (laughs) are you a wizard
4: Uh, Magnus sneaks up behind Craig and puts his own wizard cap on Craig's head (laughs) like over the crown and starts like prestidigitating like smoke effects in the background (laughs) while he's like still in the rocking chair (laughs)
1: yeah Uh, Craig says not that kind of wizard I'm not that and kind of takes the the hat and says I'm not that kind of magic and sets the hat on Avi (laughs) um kind of looks at or points to Magnus and then Avi looks over to you Magnus with like really big eyes and says oh, can you show me some magic?
4: Then mm-hmm. Magnus um like while he's still puffing on his bubble pipe is going to blow a bubble <laughs> and shape it um like a set of like three hopping little lambs like over to Avi that like jump around him before like popping Like up and away.
1: Yeah, they they like jump around and he's kind of spinning and following them as they move. And, you know, like one pops, another pops, and then one comes really close and he reaches a finger out and it it pops immediately into this beautiful, like shimmering sparkle, like a silent firework that dissipates into the air.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Just as a little bit of a reminder on what Avi looks like, he is a six-year-old boy who I think has very much the face of Winnie and the pale, palish skin of Winnie, Um, but he has very bright, pale lavender hair that you've definitely seen Winnie's hair take the shade of at one point or another, and then he has the bright pink irises that you would recognize um, in the V family and uh, he's so excited. Can you,
1: you were gone for so long. Can you tell me everything that happened?
2: I know, I was gone for so long. I didn't even know how long I was gone for until I came back, isn't that crazy? That's but I'll, crazy. I'll tell you, I'll, I'm gonna tell you so much and I'm gonna take you to so many places. We're gonna see so many things and things might start changing around here. Okay? Okay. I'm going to take you to the wizard tower and I'm going to (sighs) take you to see where your mama Envy was from. How does that sound? (sighs) That sounds cool. You never really talk about her. I know it's because I miss her baby, but you're going to meet your mama envies whole family, your whole family, and we're all gonna be one big happy family. How does that sound? That sounds good. Good. When do we leave? I don't know. I I think I'll have to send them a letter and let them know that you and uh, Aunt Ellie are on your way. Okay, cool, cool.
1: Okay, how long are you staying? Can can we uh I,
2: I want can we go to the wizard tower now then? Uh we have something we have to do in the city, but I think we're gonna go after, right, Magnus?
4: Fine by me. We just need to get some things squared away over at the uh, old library of an emeros, and uh yeah, then we can teleport over there. Oh, um Are you comfortable with teleporting, child?
2: I don't think he ever has. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is that?
4: <laughs> Basically, I'll be able to do magic where we go from here to my wizard tower in less than an instant, breaking all kinds of laws of physics and humanity.
1: How and can something th- be less than an instant?
4: That
5: is He's one smart, isn't he? He's so old. smart, isn't
2: he?
4: Well, if you have a whole instant and you break it in two, then you would have half an instant, which is smaller than an instant.
1: Wouldn't that just be its own instant?
4: (laughs) But it would be a smaller instant than from what you started with.
1: But it's an instant. It happens that it doesn't doesn't get smaller.
4: Oh, but you see, oh, it can always go smaller. You can get infinitesimally small. Imagine the smallest thing you can think of, and then just a little smaller. And then you do that... (laughs) Forever, and that is called infinity.
5: How does it work? Why?
4: I don't know. I think somebody just called it that one day. Why is it called infinity, or why does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Magnus is not going to try to explain to a six-year-old the concept of infinity anymore Instead, <laughs> what he's going to do is he's going to like summon two like mirrored surfaces and mm-hmm. do like the infinite mirror illusion with this child
1: yeah uh he he really likes it. <laughs> he, he's really into that <laughs> uh, and you're basically just entertaining this kid with a bunch of optical illusions <laughs> um that's the
4: secret of being a good uncle. You just appear somewhat <laughs> mysteriously and teach them strange things about the world. Like, give them Infinity. a trick
2: and then yes. go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you throw a smoke pellet and you're gone.
2: No <laughs> responsibilities.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, as you're, you're playing around, um, you can see that, like, uh, Tosh and Ellie are having a, like, Nonverbal conversation. Uh-oh. The moment. Um, but yeah, uh, you can hang out there for a little bit. And Avi says, can I come with you through the city?
2: Um, remind me, what are we doing in the library?
4: Um, talking to my brother about what he's discovered since we've been gone. And then um there was a book that I remember us looking at that was like an atlas of, like, lost islands or, like, sun- like sunken places in the sea or something like that that I think would be useful for us to have if we're trying to navigate to Mausolea.
2: Okay, so, so we're not doing anything dangerous.
4: No. As long <laughs> as he doesn't become a member, apparently, it's completely safe. <laughs>
1: yeah. Kids <laughs> uh, <okay,
2: so laughs> have free library know, that's,
4: membership.
1: That's right. I forgot about that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's different want... for kids.
2: <laughs> you want to come with us to the to the library? I mean, we're going to be talking about adult stuff. But if you want, if you want to come along, yeah, I'd be happy to have you. Yeah, um,
1: and then uh, looks at Ellie. Is like, is it okay if I go?
2: And I also look at Ellie. She's like,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, it's fine.
2: You guys can right. spend some time together. Yeah, let's go on a little wizard adventure, huh?
1: Yes. Still wearing Magnus's hat. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Uh darts out the door pulling you along cute
4: yeah magnus internally his heart is just like dying a little bit like he deeply enjoys this but is also just like like i will never have a little magical baby of my own but he has his own Aww. he has his own uh respo- he has his, He's got children Julian. that he is responsible for even if they are older children and magical yeah. children <laughs> I think um, part of him does more in the like, oh, like, mortality, and I will not be able to, like, raise a little munchkin like um, this. Um, teach him magic, but.
2: Um, as we're walking out the door, I'll I'll say to Ellie, I'll have him back before too late. Promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And uh, we will need to talk at some point about.
2: Right. Of course. Yeah.
1: Uh, as, as you're, you're heading out Tosh says. Pleasure as always. It's Wonderful
4: to meet you. To you. <laughs> Thank you for the tea.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
2: Anytime.
5: Absolutely the best. No lie.
2: Tosh doesn't like me. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
5: I was thinking, Magnus, I'm glad I got you that bubble pipe for your birthday a couple of years ago. <laughs>
4: Comes in handy. Hey, when you need to impress children, nothing like it. <laughs> God, what have I become? What happened to me in there?
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you all you all headed to the library of an in the house of Sar. Um and you find yourself inside unless there's anything you wanted to do in the meantime. Uh, at the circulation desk.
2: Uh, Right, I'm the one with connections here. I forgot. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go. Is Lily at the desk or?
1: Uh, Yeah, you see uh, Lilith with her uh, head down, um, kind of poring over a few different manuscripts. Uh, At the same time, uh, you approach the desk, you get a single finger in the air for a moment. You are probably standing there for about... A solid three and a half minutes or so.
4: <laughs> I think Magnus, like not really needing to talk to her, is just gonna start wandering around looking for her and just like scanning yeah. around seeing if he can catch a glimpse of his brother beneath uh, the books or something.
1: Notice check.
4: Yeah. That is a nine.
1: Uh yeah, he you you look around for a while and he's not in here. At the moment.
4: Is he behind the desk?
0: <laughs> He's not inside. We, we left his
4: brother at the
2: library and we expect him to stay here for six months.
4: Nice. I fully expected him to be, like, employed
1: here. Yes. Yeah. He, he is not currently inside.
3: Uh, okay
1: Okay. Um, but uh, Lilla says, Winnie, hello.
2: Hi, Lilith. How are you doing?
1: I am doing well. Uh your friend has been an excellent assistant.
2: Oh, Heron? Yes.
4: I knew it. I knew he'd get a job.
2: <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Glad he was able to help you. Um but speaking of help, we do need that one atlas that we were looking at last time we were here. Would you be able to help us with that? Oh,
1: absolutely. Uh, it's been a while. Hold on. Anything interesting in your travels? Oh, oh. yeah, we figured
4: out what mausolea is. Yeah.
1: Oh great! Yeah, nothing here. It became evident pretty pretty early on. Um, whatever curse upon that word still holds. Um, she says as she goes to to fetch a book. So uh, she brings back the atlas and like sets it on a table. So. What is it?
2: Um, It is a lost continent of Kraith that has been broken into pieces and sunk into the sea.
4: Due to the aftermath of a cosmic conflict in which a titan and or god was slain by another titan and or
1: god. Interesting. Well, that is good to know. Hmm. Yeah, spread the word. There's quite a bit more questions. I don't think I will. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I plan on telling everybody I know about it, because it was forgotten for so long. I mean, it would be really a shame at this point if we just learned what it is, and then nobody, like, we die, and bite it without writing it down or anything. And then right, people don't we- know about it.
2: I guess we don't know the power that it holds.
4: But if don't we know propagate what
1: happened it. to it, I you I will not tell you all how to conduct yourselves. I would like more information before I start spreading stories about theories about continents. It's not that I don't believe you, I just want to be sure. When I say things, people listen.
4: Very true. Well, do with the information with what you like with it. We will continue doing more research, starting with understanding what the bottom of the ocean may look like. We remember that book.
1: Right. Um, one sec. Here. So... Mera, which is most of what we know about the ocean, which is not very much, uh, it lies between Alria and Coira, which is to say, um, this mausoleum, the story recalls that fable about the eastern coast of Koira I assume that's where we expect it to be the titans shunting off the mountains into the sea
4: yes where the mountain crags are now and then down to the coast we think is where it split
1: right well here is everything about Mayra if you need you need to be under the ocean they're the ones who literally do that for a living
5: how um, I, how far down are we talking?
1: Well, there are... It's not one singular society. um, And the further down you go, the less we know. So it's not really clear. The ocean floor is different in different areas. I've, I've heard that or read. There are entire, uh, entire civilizations that exist within... The deep chasms that never see the light of the sun.
4: I
2: want to sc-
4: go explore there so bad. I want to be the first one to see them. That sounds uh, truly
5: incredible. That, that is a.
2: Colonization era. Not <laughs> <a> to colonize.
5: <laughs> <A> study.
4: <laughs> I don't want There's to a move reason. down there, certainly.
5: Truly, the hands that made this world were great.
4: Ah, uh, they were just. Flying by the seat of their pants, clearly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All of this to say that there are ways for land dwellers such as ourselves to exist for a time down there. Typically it's difficult to find connections. They are very many, the further down you go, the less regular interaction they have with with our people and it's intentional i do know someone who may be able to assist you oh yes a, a dear old friend i can contact i i haven't spoken to them in in years but i have no reason to think they would be friendly I can't promise they'd go out on a limb for you but they would certainly be a place to get started if you needed help I can't guarantee they can get you passage over there the waters to the east of the continent are riddled with storms
4: survival under the water is objective number one we'll figure out getting passage once we can uh, know that we can get there safely in the first place Right. So we would love the help of your friend.
1: Uh sure. Um here. I uh they're a bit of a interesting character. Are we all? Um We specialize the, in
5: interesting characters.
1: <laughs> she uh takes a a quill and dips it into just a kind of a cup of water that was laying around and writes something on a piece of paper that dries almost immediately, Uh, folds it up, and uh, keeps folding it as it shapes into this little origami bird that sort of just flies away in one direction.
5: I would love to learn how to do that one day. Is is there a book on that? Actually, I could I could borrow. No. Fair enough.
4: <laughs> Magnus like just sees this person just did a a fancy water specialized version of my smoke ravens and just game recognized game is just like <laughs> nodding like okay okay
3: sure I see it, yeah.
1: You seem to be in different spirits from when I last left you.
4: My spirits are more organized, for sure.
1: Certainly.
5: A sock told- oh, Sorry. <laughs> a sock puppet told me I got significant therapy.
2: It's been a weird six months. <laughs> Less than that for us, but it's, it's been weird.
1: You're in fair, yes?
2: Oh yeah. Aye. As much so as one can be, turns out.
1: Yeah, we
4: really did go straight to all fair. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yes, well, I would love to hear all about your travels. If you're not in a hurry, if you are, I can wait till another time. Also, Magnus, uh, your brother is in the gardens, told me to let you know where to find him if you came by at any point.
4: He spends a lot of time in the gardens.
1: When he needs to think. He's been very helpful uh, in... How much do you know about what has transpired in the past six months?
2: I was gonna ask you about that. We heard that things have kind of cooled off a little bit. Do you have any more information than that?
1: Changing tide. The blight seems to be retreating. Um, The brow, since your... We believe that since your invasion of their camp uh, took out a lot of their leadership. They've been struggling, to say the least, in, in combat and keeping up. There seems to be dissipating...
4: And how has Hurin reacted to all that?
1: Well, to be honest, Hurin... uh, He's been serving as a sort of advisor uh, to some of the armed forces here about how the, the brow works, how they function. Quickest ways to damage an already weakened opponent without exacerbating bloodshed or misery. And very insightful and incredibly helpful.
4: Well, good. And he doesn't seem troubled or...
2: It's...
1: No more so than expected, but it's not an easy life he's had. It hasn't been an easy six months. Doing as well as one could hope.
4: Right, indeed. I suppose I should just go see for myself. Um, Magnus is going to uh, go to the garden. I think to give Hurin a little bit of a heads up, just a slight courtesy, from the older brother Magnus is going to send Alfalfa out ahead of him as like a signal of like hey like Magnus is about to come walk through your garden and just send Alfalfa to like go find her in a moment or two before I start strolling through the garden
1: yeah Uh, yeah when you come upon him Alfalfa kind of you know Walking through Horin's legs as he's sitting on this beautifully uh, carved stone bench with these uh, prayer runes inscribed within. Um, And uh, Horin looks up from a book at you. Hey there,
4: brother. Sorry no. to keep you waiting for so long.
1: I'm just happy you're back.
4: Mind if I join your prayer circle? Please do. So I'm going to sit on the bench next to him. Um, and yeah, just take out the bubble pipe again, <laughs> I guess. Just something that has something to do with his hands. Um, and start blowing bubbles in the garden. And I think in a very I just was visiting my brother for context like the whole day um, who also has a six year old child so this episode has been very thematically consistent with my (laughs) afternoon Um, I think true to the like brothers like seeing each other after a medium long distance of not having talked it's just like a few moments of like existing in the same space sort of um, making like a few small talk comments like Seems like, uh, Lilith has taken a liking to you. We spoke to her earlier.
1: Yeah, she's been very, uh, helpful. There are a lot of things I didn't know, a lot of things I'm still learning. It's very well connected in the city, and I am, I've been very pleasantly surprised at the welcome I've received.
4: Yeah, how's living in Rael been? Have you been eating well enough? They got you a good place to stay, I hope.
1: Oh, yes, I, um, well, I started out just staying here. Uh, They have lodging for any weary travelers, but, no, I I have have my own place now. It is a lot of small comforts I don't think I'm used to. Strange. Even now,
4: I know that feeling well. You go without for so long, and then you finally get to a place where you have everything that you wish that you wanted when you were sleeping alone in the woods. And sort of surreal, like, is this really my
1: real life? Yeah, I ask myself that question a lot.
4: Yeah. It's good it's a sign that you're not well for people like me that you know have the ability to get lost a little bit in the things that you can acquire in life it's good to remain humble and appreciate all the little things that you have that make life worth living yeah hard learned lessons some but they make us better at the end. Um, I heard a bit that things have been quiet.
1: Yes, um, it's been interesting. There's not a there's not a specific cause, but I mean, I know, or at least I used to. The brows movements more than just about anyone, and they're weaker as a force. People deserting less organization. I've seen it in the Blight, too. Even, even back home, you know.
4: Back home? have you visited Alfreon?
1: No. No, I, I have not gone back there, but I've heard things, and the even that, lantern freaks are... They don't hold this way that they used to. Something over the past few months has changed.
4: We've been poking our nose around a lot to try to get to the heart of what this is all about. And we think that we are getting very close. But I don't know that I can put a finger on any particular event besides... The night that we reunited, that would have caused such a drastic retreat or desolation of the power of the proud.
1: I mean, that's just life, isn't it? A lot of small choices that, uh. You know, takes a lot of butterflies to make a hurricane.
4: Aye. I... I don't think anybody would describe me as a butterfly, but (laughs) I take your meaning. We never really talked too in detail about what the real convictions were of the leadership of the Browl. Why the invasion? Why the corruption?
1: it varies depending who you talk to Mm -hmm. many people are opportunists with their own agendas and ends there's just a simple question of politics and who's controlling the continent for many Uh, many religious fanaticists doing what they're doing everyone thinks they know what's happening and I can just I can give you mine. The brow did not, they didn't cause the blight, they couldn't control the blight, they were learning from it, they were trying to spread it, and it's, uh, I mean, if you're spreading rot, if you're spreading a mold, it kind of does its own thing, you just have to move the spores, if that makes sense in that context. They didn't control it any more than you control the way flowers grow when you throw the seeds in the ground.
4: Okay, and so the spores of the corruption, so to speak, were from the ocean, right?
1: Well, honestly, they came from deep within. From Vular
4: deep within Vrular which would be south right it's Vrular south right like the deep south
1: but like the southern coast it's yeah it's in that mountain range on the southern on the eastern no it's on it's in the southeast so it's it's the southern side of the eastern coast and that giant ass mountain range that drops in abrupt cliffs
2: Florida.
4: Florida Florida
1: yeah
4: what we didn't know is that the brow was a Florida man this whole
2: time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's We're why I haven't been able to get a... <laughs> We're
2: out
0: We're out we We need a gator.
1: But, you know, Deeper it's like... Than...
4: What was the... The source of the spores? Did that ever get revealed? I imagine... this,
1: this The blight has been spreading for longer than... Many of us have been alive for centuries. We don't know where it came from.
0: Well,
4: about that. We just might have figured that part out at least. So. We went to Old Fair to try to find somebody that would know about Mausolea, and the lead that we had was that we should look for the heart of Old Fair in the Court of the Dawn. Now, I don't remember a lot about what happened after that, but we did find the heart of Old Fair after a precarious journey of self discovery and, frankly, traumatic and healing occurrences in Old Fair. I'm getting ahead of myself. So, we found the heart of Old Fair. Ooh, and we were able to ask it questions. One of the things we asked it about was what Mausolea meant. Mausolea, it turns out, was a lost continent or civilization on the eastern part of Kraith, on the eastern border of Koira, and it fell into the ocean after a conflict between two cosmic beings, one of which perished and was laid to rest, festering... In the broken corpse of the civilization beneath the ocean and that is the source of the corruption and that's that's all we know for now until we go investigate it which is our next mission um There's a lot that we need to catch up on in terms of what we need to do, but the long and short of it is that we're on a path to try to heal something that has been sick with our world for a very long time. And I am convinced more than ever now that the people that worship the Browd and follow the Browl are are just as much victims as everybody else in terms of trying to heal past this infection, the heart of our planet. And I feel good about this for the first time in a really long time. I think we have an opportunity to do something really special. And I'd like you to help me.
1: What do you need? I don't know yet.
4: <laughs> well, gathering information, more information, now that we know that what we're looking for, should be easier. We need to learn a lot more about the uh, civilization of the uh, Merfolk. Um, we need to get into Myra so that we can... Acquire the means to both survive and be guided to the part of the ocean where we could hopefully find some evidence lead or trail There's gonna be a lot of things that need to get organized to do that behind the scenes and it'll probably be a long journey to Hopefully find mausolea. I guess that's what we're trying to do find mausolea Like all the stories of the lost sunken city So I don't know yet, but we'll figure it out together.
1: Whatever you need.
4: For now, let's, um, I don't know. You hungry? I feel like I haven't eaten in six months.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, I can take you to my favorite restaurant. It's, yeah, let's, let's go.
4: And we go.
2: Yeah,
1: you can head back with the group or you can just deck out to the restaurant, I guess, but you can meet back (laughs) up with you. For the record, just
2: for the cuteness of it all, I think during that conversation when he was talking with Avi about the flowers in the garden, just away from (laughs) Magnus and her and they're just looking yeah, talking.
1: Um, Avi also does get a library card, no blood (laughs) offering necessary.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What does that process look like? Just name Um, and (laughs) address.
1: Yeah. uh, Actually, it's not even a name and address. Uh, Lilith just hands him one. (laughs) Knowledge is the greatest power of all. Use it wisely. Now, what do you say? (gasps) Thank you. And goes and, like, kind of just runs off in a direction because he's shy. <laughs> very cute um yeah um but you have that as you're you're there um kind of going through you see that uh yeah Lilith gets uh another sort of origami bird back and says okay um Looks like they're interested in talking to you all. So, really just need to find like, a body of water about the size of a bathtub. Got to do you nicely.
2: Oh, wonderful. Is there a um, name that we should know?
4: Is there anything we should do with a bathtub full of water? <laughs> yeah, there or are you we just should... going to leave it at that.
1: Oh, you'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. Maybe some
5: special ingredient. Seaweed, perhaps.
1: Just regular water. Should be fine. Great. Um, Magnus, I came across something that I thought you might want.
4: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, Well, initially... You know, when people pass on, don't return, uh, usually getting back borrowed books is quite difficult. And um, Motalia had been in here, borrowed something that I hadn't read, didn't recognize the title, and I understand why now, but um, turned, somehow it, it was returned at some point it was lost in filing it was not where it was supposed to go and i still haven't found whoever is responsible for it um but and she she goes into like the shelves uh where they keep the holds says here and uh this book kind of comes fluttering towards you it's like really you know those like tiny little like it's not stapled but like it's like a tiny little flip book Hmm. Um, maybe eight pages long, a few inches tall. Um, and it says, written on the front, immortality.
4: What? Magnus is going to read through it. He's going to like flip it. Wait, it's a flip book, like a, like a little animated, like no, it's not
1: like an animated book, but it's just like it's like it's like a single folio. So there's like only eight pages, like half folio. But um, and as you're you're looking through, you see punctuation. None of the words are written in there.
4: Wait, I so I just see like periods or like um, commas, like the punctuations there, but the words aren't,
1: yeah, you see, yeah, there's um you see a period, and then another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight periods, a semicolon and two more periods. Uh, Judging sort of by the spacing on this and the size, you're probably inferring there's maybe only a sentence or two per page.
4: Magnus internally is like, this is the most Mortalia book (laughs) she could have ever checked out. And it completely like breaks his brain for a second. Um, can I look at it with my magic eyes and see if there's just like invisible ink written on here?
1: Yeah, you look at it with your magic eyes. and so you know how, like uh, in old manuscripts uh, that are written on like like actual vellum, um it's like someone scraped out the words, but you don't see the residue of like, you know, where the old words used to be. Um, and there's something about the areas where the words and where the, the punctuation currently are that feels, I don't know what a synonym is for anachronistic, but it's, it feels both out of time and out of place. It's not really something you've ever really seen before.
4: The punctuation looks anachronistic.
1: Not like anachronistic (laughs) as if it doesn't like, like you're looking at this with your magic eyes. Yeah. And it's not as if like this isn't common punctuation for the time period we are in. It is as if whatever was written in this book was does not belong here in this place and this time and maybe this book entirely
4: wait okay i think i pick up what you're putting down wild okay so i think mag like what magnus is really seeing is that is something similar to what he saw but doesn't remember seeing of like the way objects could exist in multiple different times slightly different locations like in the court of the dawn but he doesn't remember that
1: yeah and I will say just for like meta reasons and that is on a much different scale than this this is like like because that was these there's
4: what I'm seeing is, like, the aftermath of an object that was su- that was meant to be...
1: Meant to in- exist somewhere else.
4: That has been, like, scraped through reality almost to be here. Yes. So what I'm seeing with these words being removed is, like, the skid marks of this thing being, like, forced back to Rel or, like, to Koira from wherever uh-huh. it was supposed to be. Oh, wow. Okay. Um yeah magnus is gonna sit down for a second as he like contemplates whether this book was like like mortalia from beyond the grave like sent this book back to the library for him um yeah i don't know how one even does react to this i'm not sure what emotion is appropriate um magnus is just gonna like sit down for a second and contemplate this book and smoke more on his bubble pipe because that, that's just the order of the day, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm gonna need a few minutes on this.
2: Yeah, take as long as you need.
4: Can I get a consult from Julian on this book?
1: Yeah, Sure.
4: Julian, what do, uh, what do your eyes make of this?
1: Um. Kinda flips through it and looks at it. Um. Feels off.
4: Like it's not where it's supposed to be.
1: Y- yeah, yeah, actually
4: like it's out of phase with the rest of reality
1: yeah where do you think it came from
4: (laughs) just need a list of the planes that exist one (laughs) second
1: (laughs) I will say uh, as you're thinking through you've been to most of the other planes in some capacity this itself, it feels incongruent with your experience of reality in a way that feels extra planar to what you know.
4: Extra planar? So, like. It, I think this may have come from. Well, okay, so we say extra plater, but there's two plates that this kind of feels like to me. Like, I think in Magnus's mind, it's either something that like could, ha- could have gone through nil to get here, or that this is something that was produced in like Droth, the Umbral Reach.
1: All of the vibes that you're getting off of this correlate to none of the places that you know to exist. Okay. And not even in like, like in a sense, it probably passed through nil to get here. But like, whatever this is, is not a part of existence as you know it. Like we're talking less like a different plane, and not even like in the, uh, in the 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 the, the court of the dawn where it was like this thing exists outside of regular time and is overlapped space, but.
4: Yeah, okay. So this just came outside of our... Well, I don't know. I have no idea where this came from. This book probably shouldn't exist, but it does and we have it, so... Happy birthday to me from my dead (laughs) wife, Morty. Um,
3: (laughs) Oh, no.
4: Yeah, Magnus is a little bit... Upset. Uh <laughs> I think we should just um I kinda wanna be somewhere not here if that's okay. Can we move on to maybe lunch?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, you guys head out to that that restaurant Huren was really excited about. Um Arcos. Yes. Uh, as you all are walking to lunch, you catch a glimpse of a familiar-looking woman kind of standing in an alleyway.
3: Um, How familiar are we talking?
1: It's Nylara.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, You know, it's been a long day. I might just, like... You know, just give her a nod, you know, and uh, just be like, we'll face that later and uh, keep walking.
1: <laughs> okay, you do so.
2: Butterfly in the corner of this action will have consequences. <laughs> Um we're
4: just gonna moonwalk up past our (laughs) our demons, both physical and internal.
1: Um, Yeah, I will say she looks a lot more like she does not have like the big wing, like she does not look so aggressively succubus right now. Um for obvious reasons. I'm going It is undoubtedly her.
3: So I am gonna run up to Magnus and be like a uh
5: real quick. Um found that uh little demon looking around it didn't really feel like the time or place but um I've been trying to come up with some ideas to um get out of this one
4: mm-hmm and what would those be
5: <clears throat> you know something you taught me a long time ago and it has to do with time is typically it's we think of it linear in a linear format, right? The past is one direction, and the future is the other, and the present is in the middle. And... ...typically we call the part where the line stops the end. Well... ...after exhausting every logical conclusion... There's really only one end. I don't think there is getting out of it. I think maybe... I might just have to pay up and hope for the best. Now, if any form of payment is not accepted, we could blow her up. And that would also be a plan, but... Do you ever get the feeling like you've been running from your own mistakes too long?
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much all the time.
5: Maybe... Maybe she's getting to me, perhaps, but some part of me feels like... Trying to sit here and figure out how to wriggle my way out of yet another conundrum is not the right way to go about it. I've been... This thing about me forgetting, about me losing my memories, it's made me think about what's... perhaps if I offer what's most valuable to me.
4: You're thinking about offering your memories to satisfy the debt you owed to her.
5: Close. Maybe the memory of me.
4: You would sacrifice your whole identity. you would forget everything about yourself.:
5: I would who have, you
4: are what you've done.:
5: I would have everybody forget about me, except for me.
4: You have everybody else forget about you. OK, so, very poetic. Um, we're absolutely not going to offer that, even if that is the only option. Uh, First rule of negotiating, never start with your best offer. You know what I mean?
5: We'll We'll, we'll offer a a day
4: of memory to start and feel out how she feels about that. But, Arcos, here's the thing. At the end of the day, all you really did was sleep with some hot woman with wings. It's not like you really committed a mortal sin. As much as a succubus would like to think that sleeping with them means that your soul is damned for all eternity, if that's how things really worked, it would be remarkably unfair to everybody's mortal soul. The important thing is that you didn't let her take you to hell with her. You got a taste of it, sure. You got an idea of what it would look like if you fully devoted yourself to a life of debauchery and selfless terrorizing of other people. And all you've done since then is reject that reality. You've paid for your sins as much as a man could ever really pay for them. Even if you don't remember it, your spirit does. And I'm not gonna have you... Sit here and tell me that you deserve to lose a part of yourself in some sort of cosmic gambit just because some hot woman said so. So we'll figure something out. Even if it requires us to weasel a bit. Just a bit of weaseling out of it. But if you want to pay a penance, we can figure that out too. Hmm. but until she serves us papers we're not doing a thing about it she can have my ass in court
5: <laughs> keep your voice down please little ears Magnus
1: I assumed that like you guys had hung back and, <laughs> no yeah, <laughs> in just, I, 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 yeah, no they're we're not a part of this conversation we're just in TGI Friday <laughs> having this
4: discussion <laughs> over onion rings just like
1: yeah baby back ribs
5: <laughs> uh, we said uh, I'll See you on the 4th. Have your ass in court? We, we can't sue a demon. Can you sue a demon?
4: If you have the right lawyer, you can sue just about everything.
5: Did, did you go to law school? Is this something I didn't know about you?
4: Did I go to law school? I am the law school, alright? I appreciate this. When you have enough magical creatures that vouch for your legal skills, uh, law school becomes superfluous.
1: Just like real life. Exactly
4: Some <laughs> like magical creatures are these weird people called the board.
1: Oh. I've seen suits. Yeah,
4: exactly. Fair enough. Yeah. Perhaps the magical bar committee will
1: decide your fate.
5: <laughs> so we. So you all. I was gonna. so you think we can fight her on this
4: one. Fight her? Look, 10 years ago I wouldn't think twice about us just cleaning the floor with her and sending her back to hell and calling it a day, but things have changed. We've changed. It's not really our style of fighting anymore to do something like that. Instead, we'll have to fight her using other methods. For instance, we'll test the theory, can she collect your soul when you're underwater on a lost continent? I don't know. Seems like a pretty thing to figure out, though.
5: Magnus, this just seems like still running, but in a cooler way.
4: When a bank has somebody that defaults on their loans and owes them a debt, they send somebody to go collect. Yes. What? If that person can't collect on the debt, and the other person <laughs> disappears, or becomes unfindable, or frankly is just too much of a fucking hassle to deal with, they stop collecting. Because at a certain point, collecting on the debt becomes not worth it. At what point would collecting your soul not be worth it for her? Hmm? My theory is that if your soul is um. Too nice for the environment, so to speak. It won't be any fun to collect you.
5: That's, a uh, Quite the theory. I trust you. Okay. But... What happens if... We're... I'm cornered.
4: Then we fight her!
5: <laughs> you know would it kill you to be a little bit more afraid every now and then
4: Aracos? I'm afraid all the time I just laugh through it because there's nothing else to do
5: I I don't believe there's any armor stronger than that
4: Armor's pretty good. I would take armor over laughter a lot of the time.
5: (laughs) Um, You know, my first thought when it came to having people forget about me, they sort of cringe. It's major cringe, guys. (laughs) I sort of cringe when I look back at it.
2: You give me cringe or give me death.
5: (laughs) The sheer amount of pride I put into my fame as a folk hero. People forgot about me like that damnable continent. Perhaps, perhaps it'd be a worthy price.
4: Something doesn't stop existing or being important just because people don't fully remember it. I think we can see even now, the ripples of an event trickle on through time and space Affecting everyone around them. Sure, she could erase your name. Make it so you didn't exist. But at the end of the day, all the people whose lives you saved and whose wounds you healed won't drop dead or stop being thankful that somebody stepped in. Hmm.
5: Thank you. Well... Guess we'll burn that bridge when we get to it.
4: Sure. I'm skeptical she even has the juice to do something like that anyway. What is she, a succubus? Our memories were taken away by the heart of a plane of existence. She can fight for space in there if she wants.
5: Maybe I could just tell her that I forgot about the debt. It doesn't count anymore.
4: That was a different guy, okay? That was a completely different
1: dude. I've been on a whole spirit journey since then. <laughs> my, Honor,
4: my client has grown as a character and therefore is not
1: bound by their <laughs> earlier obligations.
2: You don't remember spending money. You I didn't don't. actually spend the money. I also yeah, was this not. Yeah, the track
1: works in real life too. It's why you can just not pay your taxes. It's why you can
2: just not pay your credit card bill.
3: Financial advice from us.
1: (laughs) Do not take it.
3: Do not take it.
4: Um, this is a great time to let everybody know that I am not qualified to give legal advice. Uh, So do not take anything. I'm not signing up to be anybody's lawyer. Nobody's my client here. Don't sleep with uh, a succubus. Call your lawyer. Sue Rob right now. (laughs) Guildfells is not liable for me saying dumb things on the internet.
1: What a change from tradition
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: God. so you will uh, go through and enjoy a lovely lunch at this like tapas restaurant mm. Getting lots of lots of little things. It's incredible. You've noticed now that uh having had six months to explore uh all of the varying cultures that Coira has to offer who are in really love spicy food like so much it was like Huren is like the like the British person who gets out of the UK and is like holy shit they can put flavors in this (laughs) (laughs) and is like so excited just like going for it um
4: yeah dude the food from where we grew up really wasn't much to write home about as soon as I left and started trying this stuff it was game over
1: so good so
4: good I like that it hurts a little bit in a weird way. It makes it taste better. It makes me enjoy the yeah. food. I like that it fights back,
1: yeah, yeah no it's it's great. <laughs>
2: Things um, I've
4: said i r l to my friends talking about spicy food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Avi has a kid's meal happy meal, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, but you all you all eat it's like family style, so you're all you're sharing and and, and talking um Arcos. Uh, you do see uh, Nylara is sitting at God the damn. bar in the restaurant. I'm gonna kind of get to your eye contact at some point, and is like, that's not how this works. Arcos.
3: <laughs> it was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, if they can't see me, or if I can't see them, they can't see me. Um, but I, I'm gonna nudge Magnus and see if I can like do that little thing where you you. You're, M- move your chin in a direction and see if you can get the person to look. Sure. Um, don't. Please Ajax tell me. Just die. Caesar, please tell me.
4: Um, I'm assuming I do. Yeah. Um, do I? Do I not? Ajax. Ajax is making rolls over here. Bro. <laughs> What's he
2: rolling? Is he rolling good?
4: He just rolled a d10 under my computer.
3: <laughs> um. He's learning
2: so good.
3: Yeah, he's just like us.
4: He's <laughs> a little
1: shit.
2: Cats are nothing but little shits. That's all.
1: Wait, what 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 was happening? Well, he's I, willing to you, see if he sees the demon. Yeah? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean like when once nylar is pointed out to you, you can see her.
3: Alright, awesome. Ah
4: shit, okay, we're doing this right here then. Um Arcos, why don't uh, you and I just uh, step outside so the kids can have their lunch? We don't need to bother them with legal troubles.
5: Absolutely.
2: I'm rolling a notice check on this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're Um, going to go
4: uh, use the john.
1: Ten.
3: Ten.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. I would say uh, with a ten that probably Arcos is not the most surreptitious <laughs> looking and uh, you see like Nylara you see what's happened and you can like Nylara doesn't look like a full on succubus she does have like a kind of aura about her mm-hmm. um, and so you can kind of there that's, there's something happening
2: I give them both a look of like if you guys cause a fight in front of my kid I'm gonna kill both of you
3: we're, we're like, we're, I'm gonna give it a yeah, look. Like, Magnus gives her a
4: look back. Yeah, it's like, we're, we're, we're way ahead. We're, we're,
3: we're, we're, we're working <laughs> on it.
5: <laughs> Sorry, I've got to go, um, feed my male pigeon.
2: Right.
4: Yep. <clears throat> it's not a carrier pigeon, it's just a guy pigeon.
2: <laughs> you just have to feed <laughs> him. daggers <laughs> at both of you. Like, uh, egg in front of my child. Um. Mm.
3: Um, all right, can I just be like, like, motion to Nylara, be like, hey, let's, let's, uh, just step out for a second.
1: She rolls her eyes. Magnus and- also rolls his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you guys go, and, uh, she goes and follows.
4: Come on, into the alley, out of, uh, public view.
5: Well, it is
4: good to see
5: you again. Honestly, it's been a while. You look—is that? Are you doing something new with your hair? Are your the wings?
1: It's been six months. Well, I gave you extra time. You're welcome.
5: Thanks for that. Absolutely. Um, yes. About payment.
1: What exactly
4: were the terms of the agreement that you came to with my friend here? Who are you? His lawyer. (laughs) cute thank you he is rather handsome
1: goes back to looking at Arcos here's the deal a lot has changed in the past few months I spoke to my employer was willing to clear your debt in exchange for one tiny favor.
5: I'm all ears, specifically two very large bovine ears. Pale blue.
1: Uh, She holds her hand out and you see... It's like the shape of a ring... Um, it is a deep blood red. Um, it's pretty large, like roughly if you take like your your middle finger and your thumb and make a circle, it's about that size. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly thin and flat. Um, and the the metal is such that it, imagine taking a piece of paint. And like smearing it with your hand, you know, so it's like a streak. Mm -hmm. It's like that, like around the base where it sort of like tapers up into nothingness, as if it's like if someone took blood, smeared it, wrapped it into a circle and made that into its own like solid metal.
3: Sick. um, hand motions also really helped. you good at that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's so useless because this is a podcast. So either they'll figure it out or they won't. Um, but uh, it uh, appears in her outstretched palm. And she says, um, the, the young one with the horns.
5: Uh, What about the young one with the horns?
1: Give this to him. Why? She doesn't say anything. Give this to him and your debt is erased.
5: It sounds like it might be a danger to him.
4: Can Magnus scan this to see what it is?
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. What do I roll?
1: Uh, occult.
3: Well, my
4: cat batted my d10 to a place <laughs> that I can't easily reach anymore.
2: It's his. Oh. He's rolling it. He's using it.
4: Screw it. I'll just roll the d6. Somebody roll the d10 for me.
2: <laughs> I got you. If I remember what a d10 looks like, here we go. Three.
4: Get a four total. I'm going to use a betting.
2: All right. Seven.
4: And a six. Let's go. Okay, 13.
3: Wait, did you get a six on the six die?
4: Oh, I did. Yeah. Close. So thir- 13, 15.
1: Okay. Just looking at this with your eyes, um, You can see this is an object of intense magical power uh, on par with the, or probably about on par, maybe not quite as intense as the crown that Craig currently is wearing in that it is deeply connected to an incredibly powerful entity.
4: The way in which we just shouldn't give this kid any more magical objects. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, I'm not going to let you be that vague about this. Do we have a time limit before we have to give it to him?
1: Hmm. I suppose not. Great. I mean, I would suggest doing it before Arcos dies.
4: Sure, 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 sure. But that's all right. Magnus definitely has plans to throw this in a vault and put it in Craig's will on behalf of Arcos and calling it a fucking day.
1: (laughs) I would recommend you do it sooner rather than later.
4: Going to elaborate on why.
1: I was not told.
4: You're just the looks of the operation, I see.
1: I'm just a messenger. Mm
5: hmm Aren't we all? Um I believe I'm entitled to no plan B, perhaps alternative payment if we choose not to take the creepy ring of powerness.
1: The original terms still stand. You can work off your debt In core.
5: How many years again?
1: Ooh, it's not really measured in something as pedestrian as years.
5: I'm afraid I can't fly. I'm sort of a pedestrian myself. So, if you could translate it into terms that'd be understood by a guy who grew up in a forest, it'd be great.
1: Do you understand suffering?
5: I'm still a living thing. Of course I understand suffering.
1: Suffering extends far beyond life. Look, you don't. All you have to do is deliver this to the kid. That's it. Whatever he does with it, none of our business.
5: Uh, allow me to speak with my associates I'm just gonna turn around and be like we're not actually giving this to the kid right
4: well what
5: do you mean well
4: he doesn't have to put it on gosh you know how many crazy dangerous magical artifacts I have in my place of home but I don't ever interact with ever because they're a terrible idea to do that with But like at least a dozen, all right? Like, not a crazy amount, but, like, enough.
5: It's, it's, can, I, I believe you. I'm just a little bit... I mean, come on.
4: No, it's an obvious setup. They super want him to put it on and use it for something. And, what? I, and I think it's pretty obvious he shouldn't do that. But at the same time, it's a pretty easy way to get out of your predicament. Which Um, means they probably want him to do it quite a lot and we should be prepared for the fact that the ring might tempt him to put it on. So I say we give it to him, explain why it's a terrible idea to ever put it on or use it and we seal it in a block of iron and we drop it in a hole in the ground beneath my tower.
5: And what if he doesn't want to give it back?
4: He, I would hope at this point that he has enough crazy magic shit going on inside of him. That he doesn't feel the need to put on a mysterious ring from a succubus. (sighs) Then again, he is a teenage boy, so perhaps we give this some thought. (laughs)
5: Magnus, I'm going to tell you. Look, I appreciate this. And as my friend, I really appreciate you helping me out. But if there's one thing I'm not going to do, I swear to God, it's not going to be giving a powerful object from a demon to a teenage boy to get myself out of some trouble I got myself into.
4: Hey man, do whatever you want to do. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. If you want to go down yourself to hell for an indeterminate amount of time, be my guest. I'm just saying it's not like Craig is a... I don't know. He's not just a consequence of our actions. He can make his own choices.
5: It's the principle
4: of it. I'm sorry. Well If it's the principle of it, then live by your principle and let's be done with it. All right.
1: So is that a no?
3: God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Uh, I'm gonna take the ring <laughs> and flip it back,
5: and just say, "I'm not giving a succubus cursed demon to a teenage boy." That well, succubus cursed. What? What? The ring thing. I'm not giving this to a kid. Not doing it. Do what you want with me. Tell your employer that his, whatever their plan was, it's, sorry, it's not personal.
2: Hmm.
1: I tried to give you an easy out, Narcos.
5: Had enough easy outs. I'll see you in hell. Let's get out of here, Magnus.
4: Magnus, I I think Marco said it all. I think Magnus is just going to follow him out.
1: <sighs> she leaves. You all head back to the restaurant.
4: Arcos, do you know what would be super funny now that I'm thinking about it?
1: What would be
5: super funny now that you think about it?
4: Let's go buy just a normal silver ring and then convince Craig that it's super magical. And that he has to take it to get your life out of hell.
5: And then he
4: actually And then does it, it just does nothing. <laughs> it's the long con of all long cons.
2: I think as you two are entering the restaurant, Winnie sees that conversation happening. So, uh, <laughs> productive bird feeding. I see.
5: Yes, we fed so many, uh, birds.
1: What do they look like?
5: The birds, um, they're pigeons. They look like pigeons. Mm hmm. They have, um, wings, and uh, Magnus, help me out here with a pigeon's head. Beaks. <laughs> Feathers.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like really very real birds you guys were feeding.
5: I can't tell you how real these birds are. These are the realest birds. Uh-huh. So, tapas, huh? think they got some extra spice lying around here. Who's hungry?
2: We've been done eating for a while now.
5: That's fair enough. <clears throat> so.
1: Well, you guys wrapped up eating. What do you want to do now?
4: I can take us back to Tower Phantom at any time. People would like to spend some more time here with their families, friends, and such. We are in no rush, I suppose. We need to meet the contact that uh, Lilith gave us at some point, but we can always make a pit stop on the way and arrange a meeting for a day or two down the road.
2: Yeah, I need to spend probably another night here, but um, I'll catch up soon. If you guys want to stay here or if you want to head to the tower tonight, either way.
1: I think I'd like to stay in the city for a night or two. That's cool. Then head back to the tower.
4: Sure, sure. Works for me. I've got some reading to do, clearly. And, um... It'd be nice to just have a night around the city for a bit, huh? Nothing to do?
2: Yeah, especially in the good spirits that the city is in.
4: Oh, and Julian, when we go to the tower, you should invite your girlfriend along or have her meet us there, I suppose.
1: Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't think of a reason not to do that.
4: Yeah, it's almost like you should have done it way sooner <laughs> uh, before she stole so much of my Magnus.
5: shit. He's being
4: vulnerable, let's be patient. I was completely tranquil. And Paige, I have been plenty vulnerable, pay. I have been a lot of soft emotional things lately. <laughs> Let me be cranky about some very lovely young woman purloining some of my magical gear. We
5: would love to meet her.
4: I'll make a quiche.
1: Cool. Uh, yeah, so on that note, um, I would say you all probably go about your days in the city. Julian and Craig are off to whatever Julian and Craig are doing when they hang out. And uh, you get some time to, to read and research Magnus and connect with your brother. Uh, Winnie, you get to hang out with your son. And he shows you his favorite things. You see, you get to see where he goes to school. Um... And you also get some, I think, much-needed downtime with Ellie as well for you to talk through the logistics of whatever uh, system you'd come up with for Avi being able to visit the Feywild. Mm -hmm. Um, And Arcos... Now, Lara doesn't bother you again.
3: Well... It'll bother me eventually.
1: Yeah. Uh, you probably spend some time to yourself. Um, uh, ask Karath, Uh At some point, says, are you okay? You've been kind of off since lunch the other day.
5: I, um... Lot on the old brain, I suppose.
1: Um, yeah? You want to talk about it?
5: Yeah, something happened recently you should know about. Do you remember. <clears throat> Do you remember when we were kids and. Um, I told you I'd grow up to be a brave hero, and you told me to prove it by placing an acorn in the deepest part of the cave in Forlorn. Yeah. Well, I got to the end of it, and I don't know, I just... I knew I got there, and that was enough, and I kept it, thinking that I could, I don't know, you might appreciate it one day as just a good memory to look back on if times were hard, and I lost it at some point, it seems. It must have fallen out of my pocket, and I don't remember, but I lost that acorn, and I feel very bad about it, and I... Don't have any memories for the last six months, so I couldn't even tell you where it is. Huh? Well, that and also I'm probably undue for decades of eternal or decades of unimaginable suffering to pay off the debt to that succubus I told you about, so...
1: Okay, I think we might have buried the lead on that one, Arcos. Yeah,
5: probably, but to be honest, I don't know. Acorns been bothering me too, so I'm not yeah,
1: Well, you know. Thing about acorns, right? Do you know that uh when squirrels bury their food for the winter? They only find something like ten to thirty percent of all the nuts they bury.
5: <laughs> As a um A very foolish man with a very poor memory. I've always found that kind of fun to think about.
1: Yeah, well, oftentimes all those other nuts, those become forest of winters to come, so maybe wherever that acorn is, maybe it just needs, maybe it just needed that place to grow. Um honestly bit out of my depth with the decades of suffering i don't know how you managed to do that Arcos, but
5: do you want to hear something truly foolish i had the chance to get out of it and i turned it down so very
1: Arcos of you
5: um obstinence is um <clears throat> kind of my thing but but anyway yeah i, I, I could use your perspective on that actually um, she gave me a cursed ring pulsating with demonic energy and asked me to give it to the kid, and I felt like that was the wrong thing to do.
1: Uh, can't. I mean, I can't really fault you on that one. It's probably not a good thing to do, but...
5: I don't know. Something about a demon saying, hey, I'll make your problems go away if you just... Possibly endanger this kid and or give uh, the most powerful person you know even more power. It just it just felt like I was I don't know. It felt too easy to do something really fucked up Because it would make my life easier and that just doesn't feel like the right thing to do But now I'm facing decades of unimaginable suffering. So fuck me.
1: Well, if there's one thing you've had, however misplaced, it has always been your conviction. So, if you think that's the right choice, I think it's the right choice. can speculate about what might happen, but at the end of the day, we just don't know. I'll continue. I mean, suffering, suffering. But I wouldn't be surprised if at some point between now and whenever you, you know, they'd not try to c- cut another deal to get something useful to them. I think you'll be okay. And if not, well, uh, guess I'm sorry about it, bud.
5: <laughs> well, do you still like cider? I'm gonna take out some cider.
2: Yeah. I'm
5: gonna crack it open and say, <clears throat> so you're gonna visit me in hell, though? Like, we're gonna shoot the shit, you know? I'm gonna be raking fields of sulfur. and.
1: Oh, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> no, no, no way. Kick back. And... No way in core, actually, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I don't know. But, I, uh... I heard core's
5: kind of nice this time of year, you know?
1: From whom? When have you ever heard that in your life?
5: That's a good point in this core. Um, <laughs> I'm sick of worrying, you know. Like fuck it. I'm What happens, happens. Maybe they'll cut a deal <laughs> that's more something I'm willing to give up, but in the meantime. Enjoy being alive.
1: I can drink to that.
2: Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. <laughs> um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, post-mortem wrap-up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to, like, go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as... unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. (laughs) Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's almost over um yeah thank you to arcane anthems for the the theme song as always um and thank you to everyone who has listened uh thus far and i'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out um but yeah that's that's what i've got thank you for listening um that's all i've got for you guys today we love you all so much keep your heads up stay safe we love you